Today's episode of the Westworld Theorycast is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, CuffLinks.com. Head on over to CuffLinks.com and use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order. No minimum, baby. CuffLinks has everything you need to look good when you step out into the world. The world is opening up. You need to look good. You're going to events. You're going to weddings. You're going to parties. And you know what? You need to head on over to cufflinks.com and accessorize, baby. They got everything you need, and there's always specials. Just check the front page. Go on over to cufflinks.com now. Use code DVR20 and save. Thank you, Cufflinks. Welcome to the Forge. This is the Fact Daddy Experience. I am the Fact Daddy. And in that name itself, I show incredible amounts of poor taste and slang, and amongst other things. But hey, things be what they are and are what they be. Anyway. I'm going to preface of this Westworld series, uh, season four, episode six, Fidelity podcast with just a bunch of random shit because uh, I have I do not have the current time in my existence to a lot to all the things that are jumping out in my head. Suffice to say that I've been revisiting all the prior seasons to help me in my his poor sleuthing because I mean I could google it or do other things but I don't know I tend to enjoy the absurdity that comes from my consciousness uh, I'm probably biased because it's mine but whatever so anyway <clears throat> going through some of those type of notes and concepts from prior seasons you know, I became fascinated with what the deal was with the actual maze uh so here are some of my my thoughts regarding that so you know arnold was saying how consciousness is not an upward journey but an inward journey so in seeing it that way he realized that unlocking the key to consciousness was not his pyramid paradigm because he had based it on a kind of a pyramid and he believed that for the AI to become conscious as we are conscious it had to be a maze and the closer to the center the more disciplined you were uh, better decision making etc uh, and and it's all tied to suffering uh, because I felt that what Arnold was pushing is that ultimately suffering is what leads the inanimate to the animate uh, the transition between being conscious and living in the world and being an aspect or a facet or something used within the world but not aware of its own existence and having that kind of well consciousness um, and, and the thing about the maze is I still think that the maze is at play here except that it's shifted so much that 
you know, human that I feel like human beings have always questioned whether they were real in the first place. Uh, that could be a hallmark of san- of insanity, but nonetheless, you know, the dreamlike quality of reality is already tenuous. So to not have been in that state and then to have awakened while you were basically being slaved and whored out and all sorts of cruel things um but you were considered like in a a pencil sharpener or some ear care solution or a pencil sharpener again i i own a lot of pencil sharpeners (laughs) um because i I like to draw anyway (laughs) or a glass bottle i mean i'm just saying so you know, I feel like that maze thing is at play. I, and uh, the thing with the flies is huge because, you know, there's like flies everywhere. You have flies with Felix and a, and a redhead technician whose name eludes me at the moment uh, when they were doing some stuff. The, the one guy said to Felix, you know, they need to take care of these hygiene issues, like, you know, because the, the, apparently there's some sort of bonding living flesh material. It's not like rubber and plastic, so it's highly advanced uh, stuff that they're using. And if it's living tissue, it can spread things. I think that partially that's where they kind of, you know, built that concept because you, you, you had the flies around Dolores. You had the flies around Teddy. And it's super weird considering that, you know, the flies are like, you know, pretty much established human slash host entities and allows them to be controlled via sound by Shaloris. So I think that's pretty interesting because I don't know how to how to phrase all of it. Give me a second. Basically, well, what I'm saying is they there's something that the flies have been a part of the deal from jump so now that the flies are you know basically a key ingredient to making the human race an inferior and subservient race to the mighty hosts um, I feel like they were dabbling in that back then too like uh, the extent to which they were dabbling I still don't think it's fully been disclosed we learned a lot from the first two seasons, but I mean, what else ha- were they actually doing? Um, and it's the same thing with the the weirdness with Arnold, how, you know, he basically made Dolores a god killer because Ford and Arnold were the gods of the host race and Dolores herself killed them both. And she also basically enslaved the human race, which, you know, was one of Arnold's fears anyway, because... She develops at a level that was beyond, I wouldn't say you couldn't track it per se, but it was exponential at a rate so staggering that, you know, what was actually possible for a a fully realized host is still yet to be seen per se. I mean, you've seen aspects of it via Maeve and via Dolores, but I mean, there's, there might be more. Um, and Arnold didn't want the host to suffer through the park. He didn't actually want them to open a park. All that stuff seemed to have happened before 
the park actually opened with the whole Wyatt mess. Um, and that's just, I don't know, it ties into now because, I mean, the whole setup from then to now, you can see the threads starting to, like, reveal themselves. Like, they're thin, but they start to thicken, at least in my psyche. I unfortunately have not had the level of time to organize my thoughts in a cogent manner that that I would, I could go on heavily about this, but, I, you know, I would have to constantly backtrack. Because the thing is, like, when I saw the flies, I'm like, okay, so were they doing that experiment right then? So what we're seeing now is just a... Uh, Basically, Hale taking an already devised Westworld program and then implementing it. I mean, not to say that that's they intended to do that, but they might have wanted to do some weird experiments on people just to see, like, okay, you know, uh, one person's a spy for another government. You know, they give homeboy to fly. He does whatever they say. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it. Who's to say it wasn't derived from some other project or plan that they were developing? I just I just feel like that's part of the equation. I could be completely full of shit and wrong. It's just a feeling. Um, but yeah, like I've been rewatching this stuff, and I feel like that's tied in there. Uh, this whole. And, and Arnold, even with the reveries, like, you know, Arnold having reverie updates, like, I know I discussed it before, and who knows, I might say something counter to what I'm saying now. I just, I don't know, the reveries freak me out a little bit. I, I don't know why. Um, One thing, though, in uh, Season 2, Episode 1, uh, Dolores says that Teddy is her one constant. Um... Then she goes into this babble about how she can see the past, the present, and the future, which sounds like almost like that prediction ability that Bernard obtained when he went to the Sublime. And then she says, you know, the story ends with her and Teddy. So Teddy's back, and there's one season left, and there's like two episodes left in this season. So, you know, I feel like... That's some sort of foreshadowing thing right there. Um, also, it's weird how when Hale was asking Bernard to do a query, he started talking about this mesh network. And, is you know, it sounded like the mesh network could be used like you could take the flies and kind of develop a symbiotic relationship between how the hosts were kind of, con you know, communicating like insects as opposed to how the sorry the flies who are insects communicate like i feel like there could have been a symbiotic relationship developing between the host and the flies early on um in the show and then like literally the first season first episode you see flies on near the eyes too they're always like near the eyes so that was already implied. Um, and the mesh network, you know, he was utilizing it so that he could track the uh, host Peter Abernathy. And this is why he's trying to save himself from dying because, he, you know, he f f finally realized he was a host after, you know, he got whacked. But anyway, um, the flies are all in, in season two as well. And I, I'm going to keep revisiting the information. But the important thing to me was 
you know, that mesh network communication system thing going on. And also, um, I don't remember the full uh, email, but uh, something was brought up. And I don't know if the person even wants me to use their name. Axel can deal with all that type of stuff uh, in his podcast because I'm not good with that stuff. But uh, I think the mesh network and the uh, explains why you get those screenshots where you can see uh, when Dolores is searching and you see 278 and 278.2. So... I mean, Dolores is Dolores. The two is implying that one is a secondary Dolores. I don't recall the order, but, you know, I would gather that Charlotte Hale was number two. I would have to revisit the information, and I do apologize uh, for my lack of professionalism. But, you know, um, that's kind of the point. (laughs) You know, unfortunately, you know. As a human and not a host, I'm going to fuck up. And uh, that's going to be putting it really mildly. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, I'm still trying to figure it, figure this out, man. It's, like, weird. I'm, like, trying to figure this out. Because I, I think... I don't remember the order that they were in. And I'm sure that's significant in its own way. So... Right, so let me see. So it was Westworld season four, episode five, and you see the query numbers, right? And the query number, yeah, I see Charlotte Hale. Da, 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 da. Okay, so Charlotte Hale is one, and Dolores is two, which makes sense because. Seems like this Dolores is another copy. So now that the main principal Dolores is dead, um, you got this other Joker in there. And that's why there's a two, because that's the interesting part to me. I started thinking about the, that, that mesh network for the queries for the host. And then I was thinking, well, they both start with 278, but... Charlotte Hills has a one and uh, Dolores has a two behind it. So I think uh, that's one of the things that was uh, mentioned to us via email. I mean, I don't really function in that capacity. And uh, I don't know if the person wants me to say their name or their initials. You know, everybody's different. Some people don't give a shit. But that's my take on that. Um, I think the query thing is, you know, it just signifies who's the principal host and who's the, like, secondary. Because, you know, we both know that they're both Dolores. Um, so, that's my take on that one, one thing. Uh, anything else? Let me see. Anything else? Because that's why I rambled on all about the flies and the shit. Because it's all connected and I feel like, that, like I said, the threads are starting to become visible. Um... And just out of nowhere, randomly, I did like the fact that Logan, uh, when he was discussing things with uh, Dolores at one of these, you know, parties back in the day. And you see William with Emily and you see a declining James Delos. And and Logan says, may your forever be blissfully short. And uh, (laughs) at one point, like, 
El Lazo has Lawrence and William surrounded and then you know you you hear the host talking in a way that was you know was programmed by Ford and he says fuck you Robert that shit's funny as hell to me anyway moving along so getting into the actual grits and belly of the episode which again I feel like all that stuff's tied in I mean I know it's the same story same show but I feel like it's, it's deeply tied in and you see uh, my first thought while watching the episode was Uwade needs running shoes because she's, I didn't like the shoes she was running in like you on the run you gotta run you can't be wearing no, nothing crazy not even remotely crazy I'm not saying I mean you gotta have running sneakers pretty much it don't matter if it's New Balance the brand doesn't matter as long as you can run a lot in that shit like to knock the wheels off like give me a hundred thousand miles that type of shit um and that's obviously from the past and you know you see that there was some sort of connection to jay and you know jay was kind of a dick from jump and he's like nah i don't want to uh you know my real brother's dead i don't want a sister you know he's not about that life you know he just cuts to the quick acts like a you know a dickhead and then uh they cut to a desert human city and then uh you see uh Caleb dreaming of Frankie um and then you know you you get Charlotte Hale you know bugging out about how you know you have these perfectly immortal hosts staining themselves with death and uh you know, Caleb is, is almost considered the origin of the outlier problem, which is kind of ironic and funny because Dolores is trying to, like, torture him. Meanwhile, it was him and Dolores who, who caused all that shit. So it still stems from her at all times. Pretty crazy. Uh, Shaloris be bugging out. Uh, and she's been trying to use Caleb... Uh, and his daughter to decipher the outlier problem like she's trying to use his daughter against him and all this stuff and i mean you know he's already fucked in the head having realized he's no longer human he's a host in whatever iteration 278 279 and then you see like the dead versions of him like this episode was was severely fucked up because it's like super sci-fi like you know very surreal you are no longer human you're a host but your host consciousness of all your previous other hosts look at all of them dying trying to escape you know and they also discuss some interesting things the origin of park and host started in a simulation and that data per se isn't just data it's kind of like living data like uh you know the digital sentience you want to talk about you know uh and it's crazy and you got Caleb. Poor Caleb is in a prison of Caleb's. Host Caleb's. And wow. I mean they have to do all sorts of stuff. You got to climb past the dead version of you. And you know. They get burned. They try to hide. And you know. They even help each other. You know try to escape. And you know. It's interesting. So. Then they cut to C, I believe, and C reacts to Bernard, and she was really pissed. And uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't have a lot of human hope for human existence, you know, with C bugging out like the way she was. Um You you know, you have to give it to Hale. She's savvy, you know what I mean? Like she's just very I mean, it's kind of disturbing to think that uh, an AI could be that savvy. But you know what I mean. If they, if the only attribute they they glean from us is being clever, but they can do the computations exponentially quicker on a conscious level, that's kind of why we're fucked in the first place. Um, like you know, Hale gets sickened by. Sees obsession with her dad. You know, plus, uh, you know, C had to live in like creepy invasion of the body snatcher land. I don't know. It's all messed up, man. It's all messed up. It's all bad. All of it. Like, the scenario just, you know, plays out awkwardly, and then you know she has. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not functioning that well today. But anyway, the handprints and just, I don't know, seeing that this guy died so many times trying to escape. It's just amazing to me. And uh, he kept trying and trying, but, you know, it's, it's a little uh, a little out of control. Anyway, yeah, C pissed me off through some of the episodes, and, and you know, Jay turns out to be fucking a douchebag and a host. <laughs> yeah, um, the scene with Caleb was awesome, even though it was horrifying and disgusting. He even had to, you know, a corpse marker, and he even, you know, had to land on the corpse. Was they shot that shit lovely. You know, I watched like a little bit of the behind the scenes too. I was like, that's pretty sick because it looks, it's shot so cleanly that you don't feel like it's not happening. Like, it was pretty intense. Um, there was a little exchange between Clementine and Shaloris where Shaloris says, Do they ever get under your skin? And Clementine says, I don't get close to outliers i prefer the sheep which is just interesting because you know it's showing that even amongst the artificially conscious community i can't believe it <laughs> even in that community um sheep are preferable for consumption outliers are a major risk they make you question the nature of your reality and they force you to accept that maybe what you're perceiving and believing might not be the entirety of the story if not even a remotely minuscule aspect or facet or part of it um and the corpse thing i mean the whole that whole thing with with caleb and then escaping with the corpses and how she strung him along just because she's trying to figure out what makes him tick what makes him reject her and her programming and the, and the funny shit that he says um he, he's like you suck so bad i don't want to follow you like that shit was funny to me 
Like, you know, like she's the virus, you know. They're not, you know, the host, they're trying to live. They're trying to get away from her. Like, they're not trying to, like, be around her all the time. You know what I'm saying? They trying to get away. Like, I gotta get away. So, that's messed up. But at the same time, again, like, you you know, that you see some of the patterns of her behavior. Like, you know, you've got the Wyatt version of her and all of that. Now, you know, like, Charlotte Hale's kind of like Wyatt. Like, she's ruthless as fuck at a high level. But, I mean, at the same time, you know, if you are technically immortal and you have fragile mortal slaves, I mean, it just becomes what what does it become you know what is the destiny of, of of the host nation like what could actually happen because ultimate evolution would would or could require you to be at all places at all time without form because you have nanotechnology so let's say you were na- uh, uh, an ai and you decided you wanted to have something beyond a host body like yeah you can interact with with other uh computer intelligences surrounding you even if they're not conscious but wouldn't you want to evolve further and pass the limitations of the form to the point where you could kind of just like be energy so you could kind of project yourself any location in the world you know like that's a level of technology that would you know involve electricity light and other things but it would be like pretty crazy like especially in terms of uh the technology clearly in the context of the show that technology is like intensive and real so who's the limit or narrow that possibility i'm just saying you know because ultimately it's not going to end well either way either way the world is going to be in a rebuilding phase um because It's going to be difficult uh, with Shaloris at the helm for them to evolve. Now, they did throw in the caveat that maybe due to his encounter with an outlier, William might decide to do some really outrageous things to help uh, end Shaloris' reign. But that doesn't necessitate or necessarily mean he's going to act in a way that's any less abhorrent than her it's just gonna be different (laughs) you know but it might he might try to equal the playing field i don't know i don't know i don't even know i know that the the caleb shit was kind of intense like you know if you if you're looking at it and just like haha yeah but you know if you're watching it and it comes on at night it's like the last show you watch before you go to bed and he's struggling like that and you know his circumstances that shit's seriously 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 fucked up and you know so it looked like the actor was having a blast like because the scenario is so mind fucking that it's just like yo i could do whatever like who's actually put themselves mentally in the shoes of an individual stripped of their own humanity only to find that they're basically a simulacrum of themselves with a kind of manufactured computer or digitized consciousness 
that is akin to their initial organic human consciousness and and now you know this has been replicated you have no sense of time you're the 278th reiteration of some human being who you feel that you still are you carry the emotional pain and suffering but it isn't yours to carry because you're not that entity and yet you are of it are you it what is the connection it gets crazy and then he's got a like <laughs> the hand blood prints and the little arrows i mean that shit was fucked up um but yeah you know it's all coming to a head I, i'm trying to see where they're gonna take things with with frankie and all that but I mean, this show is fucking off the off the wall. I don't see how. I mean, I can understand how you know it's so fucked up that like you know a lot of people might not want to have that as their Sunday evening viewing. <laughs> Having said that, though, it's a pretty goddamn good show, and uh, I'm just trying to follow the threads here. You know, like the fly thing, and you know how they developed it, and then you know that mesh network communication thing. I mean, I don't even know if they're using it now because it's supposed to be, you know, to locate hosts, for, uh, using a host to locate another host and also uh, letting the hosts communicate little subtle things so that their scripts don't collide. And, I, you know, again, some of the working parts of that stuff, I would love to know how it works. But, you know, that's general concept, layman stuff, which is fine. But, you know, I do hope they elaborate more but pretty much like it's going to have to be massive amounts of of host intervention like you know they finally get Maeve awake and she realizes the fate of Caleb and that all that stuff and you know I didn't like that they put it at the end of the episode I know it's supposed to lead into something more emotionally charged but you know you know she's got to be upset about it I mean, it's kind of hard to demand more emotion from someone who is not an actual someone. But, you know, I'm sure that, that Maeve was definitely pissed off about Caleb and what happened to him. But, you know, they're saying they're going to go take care of it. So we're going to see what blows up in, in the next episode. But, man, this is a dope season. And the thing is, uh, you know, I'll rant about this. I'm going to do a whole separate thing about everyone else's least favorite season which again i feel like it, it it's just like i said about dune and i've mentioned this about other films and stories and, and tv shows too it's you, as a storyteller you need to be able to have the ebb and flow of a story good times and bad times and then sometimes you need your setup moments where you have like a chapter here and there that are setting up huge things to come but the chapter itself seems kind of annoying and shitty who cares take the annoying take the shitty and let the chapter develop it's a story story's gonna have ebbs and flows ups and downs i felt that that season three is allowing for this season so if you end up liking this season you have to thank season three plus season three brought us caleb season three was kind of kick-ass season three was freaky the whole shit was Ciroc, rehoboam the whole fucking thing was awesome, man. All the multiple Doloreses. So, yeah. I mean, I get it. It won't, you know, it might not be the best song on the album, but it holds the whole fucking album together. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying. 
because this season is so good like I don't even really know what to say I'm like in a giddy state I need to just like you know sit watch analyze roll it through my head I, I feel like there's a broader picture you know beyond the flies and stuff I mean I don't think it's going to be some ultimate ending like I don't think they're going to put a, an official ending stamp on it they're just going to kind of sh- give us an uh, idea of what direction the survivors among the ashes will go in uh, that's how I see it going because it is bad uh, on both ends I mean what's Maeve going to do I mean if she can maybe turn host against host or human host against human host but that's just civil war and like self cannibalizing type stuff so I you know I don't know what the objective would be you can, you're not going to take down Shaloris you know I don't even think that uh well, she's so powerful now, she wouldn't be afraid of anyone accessing her. But the reality is somebody could come and just whack her ass. I don't fucking know. All I know is that episode for me was all about Caleb. And just watching what he was going through it was just like going back and reading like one of the weird science fiction books I was reading you know, when I was younger. And being like, this is crazy. Like there was one book... Uh, I think it was called Diaspora by a guy named Greg Egan. And just the whole thing about, you know, consciousness, artificial consciousness, vessels for consciousness. What is consciousness? Because ultimately, I feel like the difference between them as hosts versus, you know, not only the programming, because all of us have programming. That's what our DNA is. That, That sequence is the program that runs and that program runs whatever you are right now. Um at least you know in the beginning obviously lots of information interaction and such and then your reaction to all those things you construct your being both consciously and unconsciously but i'm just saying um caleb's situation uh mind-boggling and the fact that he doesn't give up it just reminded me so much of like naruto or you know, dare say Rocky, um, and yeah, I'm talking like 70s shit, or whenever the fuck Rocky came out, early 80s, like, you know, he was considered a loser, he was a bouncer, he couldn't do nothing, da da da, but he never quit, and he got a shot at the champ to be exploited, but he did, he took the opportunity seriously, and he really gave it his all, and it changed his life, I wouldn't say it was for the better, but you know, it gave him more opportunities, but, it, you know, it's still like a story that's kind of like, wow, like, this fool never quit. And, you know, he got some good results from not quitting um, because that's really what, what what Caleb is, is, you know, he's kind of like a host in his machine like inability to quit his stubbornness, which can also be considered a. A flaw in this instance could be something quite liberating, quite expanding, uh, quite wonderful. And uh, I truly and deeply apologize for the air conditioning sound. But it's like a hundred something degrees. So I couldn't even play around with that. I know Axel trips about sound, but it's too fucking hot, bro. Anyway. Looking forward to the next time. Uh, I am going to get more cohesive with the thoughts. I've been running. I'm already on season two. I'm going to be digging through it. Not for anyone else. Just because I have like this weird curiosity itch. You know, I started going back through stuff. I'm like, I got to watch some of the old seasons while I'm watching this. Because there's a lot going on. 
Um, and anyway, you know, if I find out more info about certain things, like, you know, emails or whatever, you know, and I could talk about it during the cast, answer the question, use the person's name. When I know the protocols, I'll follow them because, you know, I'm kind of a weird person in that way, you know. I, it's it's the light of other days it's surveillance culture it's you know everything you say do think feel you know it's some way shape or form is probably privy to someone who it shouldn't be privy to you know uh that's probably what the f- next e- leap of evolution is going to force is forces to c- leave all our dirty laundry out on a table which means a lot of us will probably not be happy it'll be like that insight thing you know <laughs> you know uh transparency is is one of the most horrifying ideas in the world just because you don't get the choice with whom you get to be transparent with hence the invasion of privacy i mean of course you know people think they're privy to ultimate privacy only you know i can tell what i want to who i choose but you know someone else can decide to tell someone else something that they choose and it could even be skewed or wrong, but it still gets circulated. So, um, it's a strange time to be alive. And it's about, you know, 10 years from Westworld. I mean, they're, they're too they're too spot on with a lot of stuff. I mean, some of the dope advanced stuff, I'm like, ah, they can't do that. But the thing is, it really takes just one major breakthrough so somebody could be cracking the whip at this for 25 30 years nobody's heard of them nobody gives a shit one breakthrough changes the whole fucking game don't believe me look at cars look at planes look at the computer you know and usually what happens is these things usually go from luxuries to necessities so at some point you know high-minded surveillance culture whatever i mean it's already here really you know um i'd be shocked though if they actually built a a host that looked that good like an actual human being and could pawn it off because you know they're still very jangy with all of that stuff anyway i'm mumbling i'm ranting i'm raving i'm uh once again not on the proper track and uh that's how i do it because i'm human and that's the way it is peace out thank you for listening i really appreciate it i know this probably wasn't one of my better ones but you know what it's pretty much just caleb getting his ass whacked and me wishing that his wife in the past had worn better sneakers i know that's a stupid ass thing to take away but besides caleb's torment and his whole science fiction novelization experience visually realized which i thought was awesome I also just think that his his, his wife could have worn some running shoes because she's on a run from host. You know, it's like basically Terminators coming after your ass, except it's like whole populations. It's not even just like a dozen or, you know, 50 or even 100. They're, they're everywhere. Anyway, I'll check you out. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay hydrated, stay human. I don't know. Peace. <laughs>